And welcome to a special edition of a VSA Capital Tech and Transitional Energy podcast. And I'm really, really pleased to uh, have uh, Dan Blondahl, the Chief Executive of Nano One, uh, back with us, and also the Chief Technology Officer, Stephen Campbell. Hi, guys. How are you? Good morning. Very well, thank you. And you're good to talk to you. Yeah, you, uh, same. Uh, great to uh, great to talk again. Very good. Now, look, you know, what I really want to talk to you about is the uh, announcement you made recently with Johnson Massey. But first of all, just for anybody who's never heard of Nano One, um, you're, you know, you're quite a unique company, really. Uh, and in my view, you're one of the most exciting battery companies out there. And of course, we're in the most exciting phase of battery development at the moment. But do you want to just quickly tell us why it is that I'm so excited about it and what you actually do at, at Nano One? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll give you try to give you the three minute rundown on it. Uh, so, so Nano One is a uh, is a technology company, industrial technology, and we're developing uh, processes uh, to make lithium ion battery cathode materials uh, that go into lithium ion batteries. Um, it's a uh, the, the technology we have, which we call our one pot process, um, uh, is a platform for assembling all the raw materials like lithium, nickel, manganese, cobalt, iron, phosphate um, um, into uh, a uh, an active cathode material that would be used in a lithium ion battery. The technology itself, this one pot process, is unique because it allows us to um, to work directly from lithium carbonate or metals or other uh, other types of feedstocks. It eliminates a bunch of waste stream and conversion processes that happen upstream in, in the uh, uh, between mining and cathode and it also simplifies the the process itself for lower cost lower environmental footprint uh, etc in the in, in the in the in the value chain but we're also able to make uh, coated single crystal materials which improves the longevity of the of the cathode materials and as I said it's a it's a uh, it's a platform where we're able to make a, a wide range of different cathode materials we have a focus on LFP on the high nickel material and also on no cobalt spinel fast charging materials and uh, that allows us to reach into virtually every kind of battery segment whether that's conventional high voltage or even solid state batteries so uh, that's a, a quick summary of, of who we are and what we do and, and as a company uh, strategically we are looking to partner with companies like Johnson Matthey and other other cathode producers and OEMs and, and miners uh, to uh, license our technology uh, through either joint venture or or a direct uh, kind of royalty play, um, uh, and and use our technology for the manufacture of uh, of a wide range of different cathode materials in different sectors with different companies. And I think one of the keys, is, as you put it, there, is you can actually work with all these different battery manufacturers. You know, you simply add additional capability and and cost saving, et cetera, et cetera. So you, the marketplace is absolutely huge for you, isn't it? Yeah, we're basically free agents, and so we can work uh, individually with these different companies. And, and you know what we co-develop, let's say, with with uh, with Johnson Matthew or, or or one of our Asian partners, is going to be unique to that relationship. Um, but the base technology is still ours, and 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 that base technology can be used for another partner as well. So that enables us to um, to be able to um, work in parallel with a, a wide range of different collaborators. And you use the sort of the, the the license and royalty model that was sort of quasi invented by Arm, don't you? To, to... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I've talked about that. Um, <laughs> sounds like Stephen knows something about that, so I'll maybe let him chime in. Well, it's interesting because we're often asked, you know, so who are your competitors? And in actual fact, the situation we're in in the battery market, where the the big players they keep their process for making this material very very secret and they don't share it. 
but in actual fact, uh, we don't have very many competitors because we uh, are in the new situation of having a unique process that is actually up, up uh, presented to the market for anybody that wants it. As Dan says, we can we, we can um, uh, give this technology to anybody that wants to license it from us. So we we're quite unique in that sense that we actually. I don't know of any direct competitors we have in this field at this moment because the industry isn't going in that direction. Mm. No, look, it's great. And I mean, you know, I, I'm sure everybody knows, you know, that the battery cathode market is growing like billio and is, I think, estimated to have been a few years to be a sort of a $23 billion market. And that gives you a potential $1 billion licensing opportunity. So, you know, the opportunity here is huge, isn't it? And I mean, the other thing also, of course, you tend to work, not exclusively, but with batteries that have either none or very little cobalt in, which is also quite attractive to the marketplace, isn't it? Yes, I think everybody in, in the industry is thrifting the cobalt out because of the supply chain risk and, and because of the, the drive to, to lower cost. We can make um, any material with our process with a whole range of composition from 30% cobalt to no, no cobalt and we can make iron phosphate based materials as well. So our one part process philosophy uh, is applicable across almost the entire spectrum of cathode active materials that's currently out there and in the future too. And by the way, for anybody who, who's listening to this who is wondering what is the one pot process, do look at the uh, Nano One website because there's a, a, some nice sort of pictures of what the one pot process is uh, and also a lot of the other technologies explained because it is obviously quite a, a complex area for people who aren't um, heavily, heavily involved in the marketplace, should we say. Um, but look, let's let's turn um, to the the uh, a joint venture announcement you made with Johnson Massey the other day, mm. uh, which, in my view, is is an incredibly exciting joint venture. Actually, for both parties, funny enough. I mean, obviously, I know Johnson Massey. I'm sitting here in London. It's one of our FTSE 100 companies. Uh, I've actually been, for what it's worth, quite cautious about the company over the last few years because I was a little bit wary about how the E uh, LON battery was actually going to develop in such a big marketplace. Um, but I think by teaming up with you, actually, it's going to set them off on a pretty good path. And of course, what they're doing elsewhere in that space with some of the facilities and the way they're getting their own supply chain is quite interesting. So, Sonia, I'm now a bull of Johnson Matty as well. I think this is a fantastic deal for them as well as a fantastic deal for you. But, you know, do you want to just talk us quickly through, you know, basically what the deal is? I'm sure there's a, a limit to what you're allowed to say because with a lot of these joint ventures, they're often slightly confidential. But could you just talk us through the deal and, and from your side and why you're so excited about it? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll walk you through, um, you know, at a, at a high level, and I think Stephen might be able to fill in a few sort of technical blanks that we're allowed to talk about. The um, first of all, it's, it's not a joint venture; it's a joint development agreement, and and the differentiation there is is that it, uh, right now it's not it doesn't have the the commercial sight lines on it uh, fully established. That's the point of the joint development agreement. So we will be working with uh, Johnson Matthey to make um, their make ELNO uh, materials and their family of ELNO materials, which are basically uh, high nickel, high high energy density cathode materials. Um, we will be working with them to make those materials using our technology, our processing technology, which will allow us to um, make the single crystal coated uh, materials using the uh, supply chain improvements and some of the cost improvements that are underlying the process and, and, and uh, enable us to explore alternative 
uh, raw material sources to cut down uh, footprint and costs in the, in the process. So uh, ultimately, it's 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 making really the same material that they have, but using a different methodology to drive down cost, uh, with the addition of our our our, our novel coating process, which uh, which we believe can can bring added durability and performance improvements to the material. I mean, you're right, by the way, to pick me up on that because it is a joint development, and so I apologise for getting it wrong. It's interesting. No, 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 no. We, we, for another of our clients called Invinity Energy Systems, we just announced a joint development uh, agreement in exactly the same way with Siemens Gamesa um, to develop their flow batteries. And actually, the market didn't understand why a joint development was perhaps for them certainly better actually than a joint venture, because what they're doing there is they're <laughs> developing a completely new product together where Siemens Gamesa are basically saying, look, we love your technology, and by doing it together, we can create something far, far better and bigger. And I guess the same is true with you, actually. In many ways, a joint development is better than a joint venture. Yeah, maybe I'll let Stephen jump in on that because uh, he's, you know, he's been through a few of these. It's not his I, first rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think that the, uh, a joint venture is the uh, outcome of a joint development agreement. So it's a staged approach where we co-develop the technology together with, for example, Johnson Matthey's uh, unique composition with our unique technology for manufacturing because making these very very high nickel cathode materials nmc cathode materials is is not easy it's very tricky because you're trying to cram a lot of energy into a very small space and and there's there are challenges with it our one pot process addresses a lot of the challenges, a lot of the complications of being able to do it and reduce, produces a process which is far simpler with fewer steps than the than the incumbent conventional process that is currently being used by Johnson Matthey for their current ELNO material. So when they were looking at the next generation material, they were also looking at the next generation process for making it. So we develop it together. We put these two technologies, Johnson Matthey's compositional technology and Nano One's uh, process technology, and we put them together and develop a, a, a package, if you like, which would then move towards some kind of, of deal towards a, a joint venture or a royalty deal to, for production um, in, in at the end of the JDA process. So it's a staged process. And we've been early on, we spent the past year um, discussing this and evaluating our materials and kicking the tires on our process. And now Johnson Matthey have committed to taking that process into their product line. So there's two questions I'd like to ask from that, actually. First of all, how long have you been talking to them about this and looking at each other's technology to work out, you know what, if we get together, we can do this joint development? How long has that been going on for? It, it's it's basically, the, I mean, we've been building a relationship with Johnson Matthew for, for many years. Um, uh, and But the really, the I think the wheels really started to turn on it um, probably about this time last year. And mm-hmm. um, uh, and then so it's taken, you know, roughly a year to do some of the initial materials testing, the back and forth. So there's some, there was some physical kind of work that happened there. And then and then roughly another, um, you know, equivalent amount of time to, to structure the joint development, structure the project um, and, the, and the working plan and everything that. Uh, they need to be in place for us to all sign on the dotted line. Which to me is key, actually, because it shows, you know, a whole year has been spent really looking at each other's technology and kicking the tires and, mm-hmm. you Absolutely. know, what, something good here. Um, I suppose that's what I mean by the difference between a joint. Joint development takes an awful long time to put together. 
a joint venture, you can almost sign an MOU and do it almost overnight. I suppose that's, but I take your point that joint development then leads on to a joint venture, actually can lead on to even more things, but we'll, that's another thing. Let, let's also, though, just talk about what it is, you know, you set up this joint development and, you you know, your website sort of set like, you know, to co-develop next generation products. Uh, you know, what actually are you hoping this joint development will produce as a next generation product in, in very layman's terms? I mean, are you hoping to come out with the, the battery of all batteries that go replaces, you know, I don't know, CATL's batteries or, you know, one of those sort of people. What, what is exactly you're hoping to get out of this? Well, I think That's... it's horses for courses to a large extent. So there isn't going to be one cathode material that is the one that goes into every lithium battery, into every battery car in the world. There is a whole range of materials with a range of performances and uh, attributes that fit different niches in the market. And I think the high nickel market is going to be a very high value um, car market. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of cars being made for smaller um, vehicles that are used lithium and phosphate quite successfully. But the top end of the market is going to be the high nickel end. And this is the, the end that Johnson Mathey is, is aiming for with their, with their products. Um, so I think that uh, this is this is where it where it'll be. Uh, we're producing um, a more durable material, a higher performance material, and for Johnson Mathey, the benefit of, of Nano One's process is it's cheaper to produce and easier to produce. Dan? Yeah, no, I, I'm, I have nothing to add to that. That's that's exactly it. Um, I, the only thing I would say is that it, from a Nano One point of view. Um, look, we have a focus on on high nickel materials, um, but we also have a focus on LFP and on the on the cobalt free um, spinel fast charging materials. Each one of them have different um, properties, um, uh, as much, as well as you know the example you brought up with Infinity. Um, of course, the the uh, the properties of, of a flow battery are very different than a than a lithium ion battery, and as a result, uh, it serves a different niche in the market. So um, each one of these um, are going to be important. Um, uh, we believe important strategic uh, areas to, to focus on and 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 from lithium-ion battery point of view we believe it's those three and and it was certainly vindicated i think uh, partly um back in march when when volkswagen came out and started talking about those three families of materials in the, at their power day and it kind of goes to show that the, that um uh, there will remain focus on on those three areas to serve different parts of the vehicle market uh, for for some time to come and Volkswagen is, is sort of one of your partners, isn't it? So, uh, um, or consortium partners, should we put it that way? Um, is that correct? Yeah, no, that's correct. Yes, yes, sorry. Let's yeah, check I got that right. <laughs> no, yes. no, absolutely. Although certainly what they say in public has nothing to do necessarily with us at all. I mean, it's really it's really what they're kind of, you know, the, obviously the machinations and senior management and exec are, are, are putting forward. So, um, um, but it, it, it was uh, certainly very interesting to us and puts a lot of wind in our sails because it, it is, is exactly uh, in, in line with our strategy. But I mean, obviously, the, these batteries, you know, we hope you'll, you'll be hoping to see them in, you know, the, the next generation, shall we call it, of EVs. And as you say, fast charging of EVs is becoming increasingly important because people are starting to realise that actually we, we, there's a lot of issues, shall we say, over. It's great to have an EV, but you've got to charge them, you've got to get the distance, you've got to be able to charge them. If you're going twice the distance you've got, there's a lot of complications. And it's all going to happen actually pretty quickly, I think, as well, because things are starting to move really fast. The classic S-curve we're in, aren't we, where it's gone on for ages. People saying, when's it going to happen? When is it going to happen? And now it's happening. It's happening so fast. People are going, oh, my God, it's happening too fast. Um, and so let's just, I mean, 
Sorry, go on. Just you had a comment. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, we feel that every day. <laughs> oh yeah, we live it. <laughs> now, now people are saying, is there enough nickel in the world? You know, it's it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, no. Well, it is. It's uh, it, it's funny the way these things happen. But uh, I guess again, going, you know, this whole deal, as you say, with, with Johnson Matthew, you presumably you've done all of this o- over Zoom or Teams and etc. Uh, uh, etc. Et I mean, they're obviously. It, it's interesting that they have made. They've just built a plant in in Poland. They're also getting their own supply chain of of of, of metals that they're sort of want a better word independent and completely set up. Um, how does all of that strategy of Johnson Massey, if you can say it, or 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 even if just sort of looking at it from a high level view, how does that fit in with your thinking? And this, and again, sort of on that note, you know, they're very Johnson Massey gone out on a bit of a limb with this uh, ELNO battery. Um, is this very much a sort of a separate little pot that you know it's great for you and very exciting, but actually it really doesn't make any difference. That's over there, but over here you can do exactly the same thing with another player who's maybe doing something in a slightly different direction, which which actually you already are, of course, because that's the whole lovely beauty of licensing. But just I'd be quite interested in your thoughts on, on, on Johnson Massey, really, and w- the way they're doing their business, on, on what you're allowed to say. Obviously, it's, it, you're not running that company, but it's just interesting. You must have had a good look at it. Yeah, listen, I, I think we, we can't speak, of course, to uh, Johnson Matthews strategy and, uh, and, you know, and how they're how they're executing on their plans and stuff. But what we can say is, is you know, we are, we are mutually um, uh, you know, targeting to to develop this technology, the the, the two technologies, and 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 come out with a, as you said, a better uh, combined technology. Um, and and the goal is to to get to a stage where we're we're willing to commit to to piloting and manufacturing. Where that happens, and and uh, you know, when that happens, that's all kind of on our uh, obviously on our on our work plan. Um, uh, we're not there yet. We've got a, we've got a lot of heavy lifting to do to get there. Um, a lot of uh, you know internal proofing and validation work. Uh, we're all very excited about it, but you know that's the that's the path we're on. And and obviously there's a commitment to ELNO and there's a commitment to uh, to developing a next generation version of it uh, in in collaboration with Nano One. And uh, with that, we're very excited. Obviously, the end goal is to to get to something you know like they're doing in Poland. Uh, who knows where it's going to be and how it's going to play out. But that uh, that is the uh, that is the end goal. And yeah, I mean, I, go on. Sorry, Stephen. I I'm, I'm sorry. I just wanted, wanted to make the make the point, emphasize the point that you you mentioned a little earlier. Of course, Nano One's licensing strategy means that the deal with Johnson Matthey is currently not exclusive in any way at all. So we're currently pursuing uh, similar and and other opportunities with a number of different players um, across the industry. It's it's the, this we we've not stopped because we've got Johnson Matthew working with us. Yeah, this is not the way it works. Yeah, and and the ELNO version of our technology, of course, will be uh, for Johnson Matthew and not for anybody else. Um, but the you know the you know XYZ version of our of our or let's say the LNMO that's our cobalt free uh, material, our LNMO version with our with our Asian cathode producer will be unique for them. Um, but underlying it all is underpinning it is is this one pot process and our M to CAM strategy, and our single you know our, our coded single crystal uh, technology which we own and we can uh, you know we can farm that out uh, and and customize it for virtually any one of these partners. Mm. And and Dan, you know, I know you've been all around the world seeing all of these battery companies. You probably haven't been around quite so much in the last twelve months. You can't travel, but no. you know, China has had such a dominant position really in the sort of battery market. Uh, you know, do you think there's a very general view that the West is now starting to catch up and doing things like Johnson Matty is, you know, creating their own ability, their own unique capabilities and 
plants and you know are we catching up in the west now this is certainly and, and, and i'd say more so in europe than in in north america north america is is lagging in that regard but it's coming and it's coming fast um, um certainly if you listen to a lot of the the political rhetoric that um uh is coming out of the us and canada but yeah certainly it's catching up uh cathode you know the the, the cathode chemistry um uh again companies are all kind of setting out their their niches and 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 carving out their their part of the space and and we're seeing that coming to fruition i think you know to me one of the most interesting opportunities here is is to kind of leapfrog a little bit what's happening in china so china obviously is a very early adopter of lithium-ion batteries and has developed a supply chain based on a fairly traditional methods of making these materials and that includes you know taking all your metals through a sulfate and taking your lithium through the lithium hydroxide combining them all in this kind of uh, uh what we basically a lithiation process through a furnace and blah, blah 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 there's a whole bunch of steps that are involved in there and and that's based on fairly um fairly traditional entrenched well understood sort of chemical processes we have a way to upstage that um that eliminates all the need to convert let's say the nickels to sulfate we can go direct from metal um we we uh we have a way to um uh, avoid the conversion of lithium carbonate to lithium hydroxide and that provides a whole bunch of simplicity. And, and China is very entrenched in the old way of doing this. They're they're very good at moving quickly and making changes. But we believe this is an opportunity for Europe and North America to create a, a more fully integrated, localized, and highly differentiated supply chain that's greener, cleaner, faster, and cheaper. And that uh, that to us is is really the uh, the kind of the holy grail of what we're trying to do here. Is we are trying to make a a very differentiated supply chain. And, uh, and and that's the opportunity I think that the West has um, uh, over China right now because they because they are entrenched and they have 20 years of momentum in it, um, whereas the rest of the world's really just starting. And, and the opportunity there is to leapfrog what's being done um, in in more established markets. I mean, uh, that's a pretty good note I think to almost finish up on because that leaves you with a lot of excitement. <laughs> that actually we can completely leapfrog. And I mean, actually it's a little bit like the, my arm example again as well. I mean, you know, they brought out the wrist chip instead of the cyst chip and it just sort of for mobile applications leapfrogged everything. Uh, and look what a brilliant success that was. And I think that you will have similar sort of success, which is why I'm so excited about your company. What I really want to do is get you over more to London when you can fly again and, and show all the, the people in London, um, who particularly those that own Johnson Massey, that they should be looking at Nano One as well. Yeah, I, I very much look forward to that, actually. Um, uh, Stephen and I have uh, made a number of trips, and uh, London is certainly one of my favorite places to come to as well. So I, I look forward to that opportunity and, and seeing you in, uh, in person again. Yeah, well, just finally, before we wrap up, uh, because it's been a really good chat, and it, by the way, if anybody's got further questions, please direct message me at BSA Capital, and I will pass the messages on to Dan and, and Stephen. But have either of you got any final words you'd like to say just uh, whilst I've got you here talking to me? I would just say um, keep well, keep healthy, stay positive, and uh, and look, we look forward to uh, uh, you know, things getting more or less back to normal and some really sort of rapid momentum on on all of the topics we talked about. Stephen, any final word? Well, I, I think that uh, I, my own personal view, Dan, is that things are never going to go back to the way they were before, which is a good thing because we need to be forward looking and we're moving forward into a very exciting time and the way that the localization of, of uh, supply chains and economies and the uh, 
the way we do business has changed now and it probably won't always go back to the way it was before. And I think that's a very exciting time to be in. And it's a very exciting time for lithium-ion batteries too. And on that note, can I just say thank you both very much for coming on and chatting. As I say, if anybody's got other questions, please come to me. Um, but I personally think that Nano One is definitely one of the most exciting companies globally in what you're doing. And, you know, people should really consider getting it somehow into their portfolio. So thank you very much, guys. And I'm sure we'll speak again in the future. Thanks. Thank good talking to you, Andrew. We'll talk again, I'm sure. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. Keep well.